When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 97.1 FM The Drive presents the Behind the Song Podcast, taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host, Janda. In this episode of Behind the Song, let's take a walk through the lyrics of Goodbye Yellow Brick Road by Elton John. Now to talk about Elton John lyrics, we have to begin with Bernie Taupin, Elton's longtime collaborator and lyricist. Bernie and Elton have been working together for over 50 years, since 1967, when each of them answered an ad placed by Liberty Records in London's New Music Express magazine seeking singers and songwriters. Elton could, of course, write and play music, but as far as writing lyrics, he described himself as hopeless to the record executives who placed the ad. He was handed an envelope, which happened to contain poems written by Bernie Taupin one out of a stack of many such envelopes containing lyrics and poems by other hopeful writers who had responded to the same ad. Elton John called this handoff Kismet, a circumstance where the two young strangers were almost magically joined as writing partners. One might call it fate. And theirs is certainly one of the most unique and long-standing relationships in rock and roll because they are two very different types of people from two very different backgrounds. Bernie Taupin grew up in rural England on a farm in the Lincolnshire village of Ombi by Spittle, where he was fascinated with Western movies from America and dreamed of being a cowboy as a kid. Drawn to poets and writers from a young age, but not particularly good at school, he lived a lot in his own head. When he answered the ad seeking a songwriter and was then forever joined with Elton John, he was just 17 years old. Elton was barely 20. Sir Elton Hercules John, on the other hand, was a city boy. Born Reginald Kenneth Dwight, he grew up in a low-rent council house in London, first with his grandparents, then with his parents and largely absent father, then with his mother and stepfather, who was kind to him. He affectionately nicknamed his stepfather Durf, which was his name, Fred, backwards, and they all lived together in a flat in the Pinner neighborhood of London. Elton was something of a musical prodigy, started playing piano when he was just seven. By his mid-teens, he was playing music with a band in London's pubs, and he lived in that flat in Pinner with his mom and stepfather up until the time that he had four albums charting in the U.S. well into the 70s. Bernie Taupin moved into that Pinner flat after he and Elton became writing partners as well. The two of them would write, Elton getting paid ten pounds to Bernie's five because he could sing, and they spent all their money on collecting records, which they would meticulously catalog. They were students of the craft, and early on developed a patterned approach to their songwriting work. Bernie would write the lyrics, hand them over to Elton, and Elton would then write the music to those lyrics, often in just a few minutes. It's what they do to this day. Bernie first with the words, 
than Elton putting those words to song. For over 30 albums, this has been their process. By 1973, when the two set out to write and record Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, Elton John's seventh album, Elton John was already an established star, having had success with previous albums and hit singles. Fame, money, and the accompanying vices had entered the scene. In Elton's case, drugs and drinking had just begun to take a hold on him. Two years later, in 1975, he would have a cocaine overdose, and later on he would admit to being bulimic. But in 1973, he was still managing his addiction through the pressures of stardom, although his mercurial mood swings and famous temper would manifest more and more. Bernie Taupin, the country boy, who was close to Elton as a friend and collaborator, would no doubt bear the brunt of much of this behavior. When Bernie wrote lyrics for Elton, they often seemed to be about the star. But Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is a song written from his own perspective, watching his friend enjoy the high life and feeling a little bit left out, and yearning to get back to his country roots, away from the glamorous life that Elton couldn't resist. It isn't the only song that deals with this outsider mentality, a suspicion of the highfalutin, if you will. Another one that comes to mind is Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's, sort of seeing the opulent, fast-paced, often abusive life of rock stardom and all that comes with it as a psychic drag. The song is a straighten-up-and-fly-right warning to Elton. Goodbye Yellow Brick Road starts like this. When are you gonna come down? When are you going to land? I should have stayed on the farm. I should have listened to my old man. Now, Bernie is saying to Elton, Come down to earth, man. We live together with your parents, for God's sake. I know you. And he's having second thoughts about this rock star life, saying he should have stayed on the farm. Forget this crazy business. It goes on. You know you can't hold me forever. I didn't sign up with you. I'm not a present for your friends to open. This boy's too young to be singing the blues. At the time that he wrote these lyrics, Bernie was only about 22. He had worked with Elton Steady for over five years since coming up together as staff writers for Liberty Records after answering that faded ad. He's saying, Elton, I can stand on my own two feet, and I will if you don't shape up. You get the sense that he felt slighted around the friends and hangers-on that Elton was accumulating, like maybe he was made to feel less than a songwriting partner since Elton was the face, the performer, the star, even though he, Bernie, wrote the lyrics. It goes on. So goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, where the dogs of society howl. You can't plant me in your penthouse. I'm going back to my plow. Back to the howling old owl in the woods, hunting the horny back toad. I've finally decided my future lies beyond the yellow brick road. Now, the yellow brick road is, of course, from The Wizard of Oz, one of the first films that Bernie Taupin said he'd ever seen. In it, you have Dorothy, her dog Toto, and the Scarecrow, Tin Man, and Cowardly Lion setting off down a yellow brick road toward the Emerald City, 
where all the answers to their questions supposedly will be supplied by the great and powerful Oz. When they arrive, they find out that the great Oz is a sham and that they had the key to their heart's desires within them all along. Bernie must have especially identified with Dorothy, who just wanted to get out of there and get back to Kansas. He's saying, I've had enough of this. Forget this glitzy life. I resent being cooped up here at your beck and call. I want to go back to the dirt, to the woods and the forest. I really don't need this at all. As an aside, I personally have always been fascinated with this section of the song. It has to be the only time that a horny back toad has ever made its way into rock and roll history. The song goes on. What do you think you'll do then? I bet that'll shoot down your plane. It'll take you a couple of vodka and tonics to set you on your feet again. Bernie is simply saying, That'll show you, Elton, when I'm gone, when I'm out of here, who's going to write the song lyrics? If I leave, you'll be sorry. And he goes on. Maybe you'll get a replacement. There's plenty like me to be found. Mongrels who ain't got a penny sniffing for tidbits like you on the ground. I imagine Bernie standing by a window when he wrote this part with his arms crossed, saying, Yeah, he'll probably find someone else to handle the lyrics. Sure, someone else could write with Elton fine by me. He's really fed up, calling himself what he thinks Elton sees him as, an unappreciated dog who can easily be replaced. He's saying to his friend Elton, Check yourself, mate. And the song goes on with the chorus again, proclaiming that he's heading back to the country to do country stuff, like dig around in the dirt with the owls and the frogs. So goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, where the dogs of society howl. You can't plant me in your penthouse. I'm going back to my plow. Back to the howling old owl in the woods, hunting the horny-backed toad. Oh, I've finally decided my future lies beyond the yellow brick road. Elton John and Bernie Taupin obviously continued to work together, creating hit song after hit song for decades. Elton overcame his battles with drugs and with bulimia, and Bernie had his issues with drink and drugs as well. Their relationship has outlasted most others, especially in the music business. Indeed, there would be no Elton John as we know him without Bernie Taupin. And as for Bernie, he would probably have gone on to become a poet or a painter. Or maybe he would have found another song stylist who could do something with his words, but probably not in the same way that Elton did and the way that Elton delivered them. To date... The album Goodbye Yellow Brick Road has sold over 30 million copies worldwide. It is Elton John's bestseller, and it's widely considered to be his best work. His and Bernie's, that is. And by the way, Bernie Taupin ended up buying a horse ranch in the hills above Santa Barbara, California, and so he found his cowboy countryside in the American West, just like he always dreamed of as a kid, for a song or two. I'm Janda, and this has been Behind the Song. 
Special thanks to Christian Lane for sound design and engineering. On the way, episodes on songs from the Rolling Stones, Talking Heads, The Eagles, and more classic rock and roll. <laughs>